and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you two sober chicks. So during these daily meditations or daily shot glasses of recovery, which are usually about four minutes, but during the uh, COVID pandemic, I have decided to come on here every day, sometimes with a guest and sometimes not. Um, They could be five minutes, they could be 10 minutes. We'll see how it goes uh, since we're all sort of shut down anyways, and we've got a little bit of time. And I figure 10 minutes, anybody has time for 10 minutes. So what I'm going to be doing on some of the days is reading the daily reading from The Language of Letting Go by Melody Beattie, and some other times I'm going to be having guests on. So yesterday, we spoke with Jennifer Parecki and her holistic viewpoint on healing through spirituality in difficult times. And today, I'm going to be reading from the Melody BDD book, and it is called Flack from Setting Boundaries. We need to know how far we'll go and how far we'll allow others to go with us. Once we understand this, we can go anywhere. When we own our power to take care of ourselves, set a boundary, say no, change an old pattern, we may get flack from some people. That's okay. We don't have to let their reactions control us, stop us, or influence our decision to take care of ourselves. We don't have to control their reactions to our process of self-care. That is not our responsibility. We don't have to expect them not to react either. People will react when we do things differently or take assertive action to nurture ourselves, particularly if our decision in some way affects them. Let them have their feelings. Let them have their reactions, but continue on your course anyway. If people are used to us behaving in a certain way, they'll attempt to convince us to stay that way to avoid changing the system. If people are used to us saying yes all the time, they may start mumbling and murmuring when we say no. If people are used to us taking care of their responsibilities, feelings, and problems, they may give us some flack when we stop. That's normal. We can learn to live with a little flack in the name of healthy self-care. Not abuse, mind you. Flack. If people are used to controlling us through guilt, bullying, and badgering, they may intensify their efforts when we change and refuse to be controlled. That's okay. That's flack too. We don't have to let flack pull us back into old ways if we decided we want and need to change. We don't have to react to flack or give it much attention. It doesn't deserve it. It will die down. Today, I will disregard any flack I receive for changing my behaviors or making other efforts to be myself. This is such a great reading for what we're going through here. Because many of us have had to set boundaries, and many of us, myself included, have had to deal with other people's reactions to how we're deciding to do this self-isolation or quarantine. My father texts, both my mother and my father at the beginning of this quarantine texted me to tell me what I should be doing. I am 43 years old, by the way. I think someone should remind them. Um, I grew up in a very controlling household. My dad was uh, a control freak and he still is, only I don't live under his roof anymore. And my parents are very much like, well, we're doing the right thing, so you should do the right thing. And so um, both of them told me that I should be self-isolating for 14 days um, following my trip back from the United States. 
And my response was, nope, exclamation point. I'm glad you're taking care of yourselves. I am too. Actually, I said, nope, taint gonna happen. I'm glad you're taking care of yourselves. I am too. So what my self-isolation looks like, I am an adult. I can decide what I am responsible for and how to respect other people. But if I need to go to the grocery store, I'm going to go to the grocery store. Uh, The quarantine hadn't started when I got back. So I went to a Sponsy's 10-year medallion. We were all at a restaurant. We all went to a meeting after. There was hugging. There was shaking hands. There was kissing. Uh, I lectured that morning at Bellwood which is a place where I volunteer and do a didactic lesson on the 12 steps every six weeks. And I think the quarantine came two days later. But it's like our live and let live, right? I'm going to do what I think I am responsible for as a an a, a adult contributing member of society that understands what responsibilities and rules and respect for other people looks like. And you get to do what you would like to do with that situation. Um, We can't control others. We can only control ourselves. And I think as long as we're being responsible, we're being responsible. So I'm sure some of you have had to undergo flack for some of the boundaries you are setting. Um, And I, I hope that you can do what I am learning slowly to do, which is not catch the ball when someone lobs it at me. Uh, I can take it and not return it. I can take an argument and it can end with me, can literally die in that moment. How I choose to respond or not respond can give it life or can starve it and let it die. So keep setting your healthy boundaries. Your sobriety at this point in your life, as it is every day of your sobriety, is the most important thing you have. So do what it takes to protect it. And I hope if you need support, you will reach out to either Lisa or I, or on a good day, you get both of us. You can email us at twosoberchicks at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram under the same handle, at twosoberchicks. And I will speak with you tomorrow. Happy 24.